0: Welcome to another episode of Tripped Up Trivia. We're celebrating wrestling. We are celebrating it here on the Tripped Up Trivia podcast by coming up with 30 big time questions for big time wrestling. And we're going to be quizzing some of our guests this evening. And I think every single guest on this podcast tonight has never been on a tripped up trivia before, which that's kind of rare because usually we're bringing somebody back. And this week, that's not the case. All brand new panel. Not only that, we have a guest scorekeeper in the house, and that is Melissa Rattelich, the matriarch of the Radlich and Broadcasting Network. Melissa, Are you ready to keep score for me tonight?
1: I am so ready, Jesse. I'm excited.
0: Let's go down the list of participants of this evening's trivia. We're going to start out with Pat Mullen, just like the Rubik's Cube. (laughs) The more you play with him, he gets harder. The host, co-host of the History of Boxing podcast right here on the Radalich and Broadcasting Network. Pat, I made it through the intro there, buddy. Are you ready to do some trivia tonight?
2: Sorry, let me put my Rubik's Cube down.
0: uh uh, it's wrestling trivia and yeah i thought of pat mullen we knew we had to get you on here so are you excited um did you not hear i just had a rubik's cube in my hand all right next guest uh let's go ahead we'll get it we'll get gavin napier on here gavin you are formerly of the casual heroes and uh you are also on the ted lasso podcast tell me about it gavin are you ready to play some tripped up trivia wrestling edition tonight
3: I suppose I better be. All right. That I'm sounds- here. I'm I may as well be ready.
0: I like it. He's excited. We're all excited. We're gonna be doing some wrestling. I'm up trivia. way
3: past my bedtime. <laughs> Me
0: too. We got another guest here, Bill Yankovi, host of that wrestling show. Sir, are you ready to put your wrestling knowledge to the test?
4: Yes, I am. I hope I can live up to expectations that I have. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm glad you made it. And our final participant tonight, Leonard Hayhurst. I just found out you live not too far from me, dude. You're up there in in the northern part of Ohio, or at least north of me. Anyway, I'm down. I'm more south, I think. Uh, You are part of the Nitty Gritty Wrestling Podcast with Chad Webb. And uh, usually you guys can find them on any podcatcher out there on YouTube. So just check that out. Are you ready, sir? Leonard, Are, are you ready to test your wrestling trivia knowledge tonight?
5: If all the questions are about Mid-Atlantic in 1982, I should have this in the bag. (laughs) Hey, Gavin, did you hear that?
0: Uh, Don't get your hopes up,
4: guys.
3: (laughs) (laughs) 82 might be a a hair before my level of expertise.
4: Uh, Same here.
3: (laughs) I'm more of an 84-85 guy.
4: Well,
0: I could just go ahead and safely say that You guys are probably not going to get to flex that one uh, on this podcast, but there's definitely going to be some stuff in here that might make you strain a few brain cells. We'll find out just to cover this for our listeners already covered it with the contestants. You know, we're going to be doing two rounds just like we normally do the first round. uh, is going to be 15 questions, one point a piece. And then our second round is going to get a little bit tougher and it's going to be two points per question there. And when it's all said and done, we're going to have a winner that we're just going to have a good time tonight. You know, having a good time talking about wrestling. So without any further ado, we'll go ahead and get started. Uh, let me go ahead and pull up the questions here. Melissa, are you ready?
1: Yes, I am.
0: Oh, hey, just real quick. This first round is going to be a bit different from the second round. First set of five is going to be 1970 to 1989. Second set of five is going to be 1990 to 2009. And then our final set of five in this first round is going to be 2010 to 2022. So all of these things should hopefully have happened within that date range in the world of wrestling.
2: Hey, guys, I'm pretty sure I figured out all of our weak points on this one.
0: <laughs>
4: he studied film.
0: Uh, <laughs> all right, here we go. Question number one. No, it's all the same one. M- multiple choice. Which of these is Ric Flair's signature catchphrase? Is it woo whoa or wow?
1: <laughs> um, I could answer this one, Jesse. Oh, did you say, yeah. say Rick
2: Flair or Joey Lawrence? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh, or Owen Wilson.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah,
0: could it could be, yeah. Wow. Oh. Woo! woo!
3: amazing (laughs) whoa unbelievable
2: whoa must be that time of the
3: week
4: (laughs) whoa wow
3: wow wow
0: wow wow
4: wow and how'd that affect you with guys
2: hey
0: wow pat took a while there but you got it I didn't think that was a
2: serious
5: question. I'm not lying to you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wait, is- you got to start in the basement and work your way up. I, you I understand. are right. All right, here we go. So everybody got that correct. Yes, the correct answer is woo. So one's across the board there, Melissa.
1: woo I got it.
0: Put yourself in a column. You can play along.
1: I might need to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I All it's right.
1: really sad and pathetic, though, as we go through this, because uh, I know very little.
0: <laughs> ah, you you you'd be surprised. I'm sure there's a lot of the a lot of these you'll probably be like, ah, oh, okay, I know that. All right, question number two. On March 29th, 1987, WrestleMania 3 took place in which state?
3: We are here for the most auspicious signing for any heavyweight title match in history, as you all know. Let me introduce, just for the record, some of the dignitaries who are with us at this time for this historic event. First of all, Bobby the Brain Heenan representing the challenger, the eighth wonder of the world from Grenoble, France, Andre the Giant. To my right, the heavyweight champion of the world from Venice Beach, California, Hulk Hogan. And to my immediate left, the distinguished president of the World Wrestling Federation, Mr. Jack Tunney. Mr. Tunney.
5: You want the state, not the city?
4: Just the state.
0: Hulk Hogan didn't know.
4: (laughs) He thinks he's still there.
0: (laughs) Probably. All right, all answers are in. And everybody got that one correct. The correct answer is Michigan. All right.
1: I did not know that one. Uh, That's all right.
0: That is okay. Question number three. In the very first SummerSlam in 1988, Honky Tonk Man's 64-week reign as Intercontinental Champion came to a stunning end in just over 30 seconds when he suffered a defeat at the hands of what wrestler?
6: No question about it, but it doesn't look like uh, the honky tonk. Nobody sent uh, any word up to us. Nothing the to us, brother. The honky tonk man doesn't and care. His man. opponent. He doesn't even want to
4: know. Here it comes. Who is his opponent? Come on, Howard. Howard doesn't even know.
6: Howard Finkel, the announcer, doesn't know. Come on, brother. Let's get he it shook together. Shook his head.
0: Get me somebody out here to wrestle. I don't care who it is. Maybe the quickest, like first set of five questions I've ever done. <laughs> Gavin. Gavin's going to get cute. Yeah, I thought so. All right. So everybody got that correct. Gavin sent me a a GIF. As a matter of fact, we just probably ought to do all these in GIFs now. Um, (laughs) But he sent me a GIF of the Ultimate Warrior. So everybody got that one correct, Melissa. It's ones across the board. Question number four. This man once played for the Green Bay Packers, and after becoming a wrestler, he won the AWA Championship 10 times between 1960 and 1981, but also... Became the owner of that organization. Who is this man?
4: Ladies and gentlemen, a tag team extravaganza! Let the battle royale
3: begin!
5: Looks like Hawk is about to drop in on the fabulous ones! Uh oh, the Baron's after the
2: animal! Boo! Boo! But the animal has other plans! Will you look at this? Rick Martel is throwing Steve Kern right out of the ring! Oh my, and the Hawk has Stan Lee all tied up, and he's
0: mad! The Battle Royale place that comes complete with six figures, referee, and official wrestling ring. And all the answers are in. That person was Vern Gagne. All right. All right.
1: And I'm guessing they all got it. Yes, everybody got that correct. That is
0: correct. Okay, question number five, finishing out 1970 to 1989. Fill in the blank time. Mr. Perfect's father was known as Larry the blank... Hennig, what was the blank?
6: Kurt's been wrestling since he's been in sixth grade. We come
3: from a long line of good wrestling families. And we try to wrestle right, and we try to wrestle according to the rules. And I was up in Minnesota sitting there, bear hunting with a switch, and I got a phone call, and they said that these guys are trying to stampede over the Hennigs. Doesn't make any difference who it is. If you do something to one Hennig, you do something to
0: all the Hennigs. And what that means is war. Oh boy, look at this. So, okay. Yeah, everybody got that correct. It is the axe. Pat Mullen, tell me about Pretty Boy Larry Henning. What's that about?
2: So, he, he was firstly known as Pretty Boy Larry Henning when teaming with Handsome Harley Race as the AWA World Tag Team Champions. Ah,
0: okay. All right. Interesting. Pretty Boy. Boy, you look at him. And I I mean, I imagine all the pictures that I've ever seen of this guy, of course, when he was older. How so when
5: Santa Claus Larry Henning. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Harley Race wasn't that handsome either, so. Uh,
0: That's true. (laughs) That's true. Let's uh, get a score update. So everybody got that correct. So I I have a feeling I know what this the uh, you know, I don't think anybody's behind and I don't think anybody's ahead. But please, can you tell us what our contestants have?
1: We have a four way tie between our contestants. We have Pat, Leonard, Gavin and Bill all with five points apiece. Right. All right.
0: Not surprised. Let's move into a new set of years here. Nineteen ninety to two thousand and nine. We got another fill in the blank. We all know Dwayne Johnson as the rock But during his WWF debut in 1996, he was known to audience as Rocky Blank.
6: However, at the moment, let's take a look, ladies and gentlemen, at the first third generation superstar ever. Here's a look at Rocky ready to debut.
2: I have goosebumps right now thinking about it. It's going to be a feeling
0: like none other. I don't even think words can explain it. And the answer, everybody got that correct. It is Maya Via. Rocky, Maya Via.
5: Rocky Johnson being his father and high chief Peter Maivia being his grandfather,
0: yeah, so but, but,
5: but he could have been Peter Johnson.
0: <laughs> <It's> been <great. laughs> uh, Peter Johnson. Uh, so everybody got that one. Correct. Good job. All right. Question number seven in June of 1990 wrestlers, Hawk and animal debuted in the WWF as a tag team called the Legion of doom. But just one month earlier, what was the, Same team's name in WCW.
6: Well, listen to the explosion here, Brain. Look at that. There's two people there that just don't care. Legion of Doom making their debut here on Wrestling Challenge.
0: All right. The Injustice League. <laughs> Everybody got that right. It was it was indeed the Road Warriors. Everybody got that one correct. The Injustice League. Uh that would have been that was that actually that's not seriously a thing. I, is it, Pat? Other than what we see in the DC comics?
2: No. But okay. they did get the name Legion of Doom from the Super Friends cartoon.
0: I get it. Yeah. I get it. Nice. Meanwhile, back at the <laughs> Legion of Doom. <laughs> All right. So, yes, that was uh, ones across the board. Question number eight. On Monday, March 26, 2001, a special simulcast of WWF Raw and WCW Nitro, Vince McMahon announces he has bought WCW. However, in a surprising twist, it is revealed the WCW purchase was sniped by a different party. Who was it that announced they had actually purchased WCW on those episodes?
2: Tonight on TNT, I have the opportunity to address... You, the WCW fans, have an opportunity
6: to address you, the WCW superstars. What is the fate of WCW?
0: All right. And here comes the money, ladies and gentlemen. One's across the board. It was Shane McMahon. And everybody got that correct. Good job.
1: I would have gotten that one right, too.
0: Nice.
2: Let's jinx this. Is this the longest perfect streak of every contestant on a tripped up trivia? (laughs) That's
1: a
0: possibility.
1: Actually, I
0: think it is. I, I honestly do. Question number nine. In a meta moment, Hulk Hogan has a cameo appearance and saves the day for some theater goers when the antagonists in this movie threaten to derail the movie and only play Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. What was the name of this movie?
6: In this theater? Now? Okay, you guys, listen up. People pay good money to see this movie. When they go out to a theater, they want cold sodas, hot popcorn, and no monsters in the projection
2: booth. Do I have to come up there myself? I jinxed it. I called it.
0: Bill, I'm afraid it was not Mr. Nanny. (laughs) It was Gremlins 2, The New Batch, and Ah. Leonard, Leonard, Gavin, and Pat all got that right.
5: I also put in the subtitles. That a bonus point.
0: Uh (laughs) Not, man. which actually it does match what i have listed here gremlins 2 the new batch yes nice try though gremlins 2 i was thinking muppets in space oh, oh and then i said 1990 probably and you were right, like, oh, right, boy, right, right. Mm.
2: i was thinking spy hard
0: hulk was in spy
1: hard
4: yeah he had a cameo okay all
1: right hulk has been in a lot of movies some of them we don't talk about
4: <laughs> right right you think mean
1: they like
0: got that him. one where there was the recording where he was... T- oh, never mind.
1: <laughs> Look, I live in Tampa, guys. I know all about that one.
0: <laughs> Question 10. In April of 2000, Mike Awesome debuts as a WCW wrestler, but is also still ECW champion. In a crazy turn of events, still under WCW contract, Awesome returns to ECW to defend his championship, but loses to a contracted WWF superstar. Who was this WWF wrestler? Is- Shit! All answers are in, and everybody got that correct. The correct answer is Taz. We got through the second set of questions there. Melissa, would you care to give us a score update, please?
1: I can. Uh, We have our friend Bill with nine points, and we have Pat, Leonard, and Gavin, who all have ten.
0: Okay. Let's see how we do in this uh, more recent set of time. Here's where the wheels come off, everybody. (laughs) <laughs> yeah
5: yeah I, i'm gonna agree with that
0: question number 11 which former wwe wrestler plays the lead role of christopher smith in the james gunn series peacemaker
3: riddle me this how many people you think batman's indirectly murdered by being too much of a candy ass not to kill these fools who clearly need to be smoked once and for oh, all? where, oh, you where ra- do
1: you get this nonsense
0: google
4: well it's not true you know more than google Uh, The
0: correct answer is John Cena and everybody got that correct. Ones across the board. All right. Question number 12. This is a toughie, I think. Here we go. WWE.com reports between 2010 and 2019, CM Punk was the longest reigning consecutive day holder of the WWE championship at 434 days between November 20th of 2011 to January 27th, 2013. In that same decade, One other wrestler came close to that number, holding the WWE Championship for 371 days. Who was that wrestler? The
6: referee never rang the bell. Del Rio never cashed in the briefcase. CM Punk is leading through this hometown crowd with the WWE Championship.
0: All right, everybody's answer is in. Pat went with Randy Orton. Bill and Leonard both went with Brock Lesnar. Gavin went with AJ Styles, and the correct answer is AJ Styles.
4: Yep. Oh, Fun, Gavin. as soon as you said it, I was like, damn.
0: <laughs> AJ Styles. I think that might actually be the first and only question on this set of questions that I went to WWE.com for. So <laughs> we'll find
3: out. I almost
5: went with John Cena because I thought that would be a trick question. Two John Cena answers.
3: Uh-huh. Right. Well, only reason I know that is because AJ has been my favorite wrestler really since he debuted in TNA. And right. I remember it being a big deal when he crossed the year mark. Right. <laughs>
1: so I had an airhead moment and I yeah. had to look at Mark and go, wait. Wasn't Sam Punk, isn't Sam Punk married to AJ Styles? (laughs) (laughs) Wrong (laughs) AJ.
4: The gay
3: community? Oh, wow.
1: They would make a cute couple, I'm not gonna. (laughs) It was just Gavin, right?
0: Yes, Gavin got that one correct. All right, question number 13. In 2014, Global Force Wrestling was founded by which former president of TNA Wrestling?
3: We are here
5: promoting uh, Global Force Wrestling's Grand Slam Tour event that's coming here right here to Aces Ballpark, August the 22nd. We're going to set the ring up right on home plate, which is right behind me. It's a really cool night. Obviously, the Aces won't be in town that evening. uh, So they're on the road, and we're going to come in and turn this place into a crazy, wacky wrestling world.
0: Everybody got this correct. I want to read what Pat said here. It is J E A double F, ha (laughs) ha, J A double R E double T, baby Jeff Jarrett. That is correct. And uh, Gavin, Gavin says it's wrestling's only pyramid scheme promotion.
3: (laughs) (laughs) At least officially, I'm sure. Yeah, probably
0: so. (laughs) Right. Officially, question number fourteen. So everybody got that correct. Got it. All right. Okay. Question number 14, which current WWE superstar defeated Yoshihiro Takayama retaining the IWGP Heavyweight Championship at Wrestle Kingdom 4 on January
2: 4th, 2010?
4: Everybody
0: got this correct. The correct answer is Shinsuke Nakamura.
5: And that is the extent of my Japanese wrestling knowledge.
0: (laughs) While these other 10 questions I got about the IWGP championship. All right. So everybody got that correct. Awesome. Okay. Question 15. Final question in the first round. 2022 ring of honor hall of fame inductees the briscoe brothers had their first event in the company in 2002 and have held the tag titles 12 times what are the first names of the briscoe brothers
3: we got tag team action going on in the main event baby it's them boys versus one young man mr Coke cabana Coke cabana how we doing old
4: buddy oh. the honor wrestling podcast congratulations But I got one
6: for you. How about the order whooping your ass, boy?
4: Relax.
3: Get relaxed.
0: All answers are in, and everybody got that correct. It is Jay and Mark Briscoe. I almost went
2: with Jack and Jerry. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, All right, Melissa, we got our first round in the books here. Give us the score update if you would.
1: In fourth place is Bill with thirteen. Okay. We have it Should should be third place, and we have a tie for second place with fourteen points with Pat and Leonard, and still rocking a perfect score of fifteen, Mr. Gavin.
0: Wow. Mm. Solid, solid stuff there. Okay, let's turn up the heat a little bit. Get into round two. See if I can stump you boys. Before we get to round two, it's time to quickly tell you about Amazon Music. If you enjoy rocking out to some great tunes, head to get W2M Network. You can get a free 30-day trial where you can check out over 70 million songs. That's getAmazonmusic.com W the number two M network for that free 30-day trial. Now let's get back to our game. Now, this is where we get a little, we're going to have some fun. Round two is going to be promos slash interviews. All you have to do is tell me who said it. Okay, we're going to have these first 10 questions just going to be nothing but quotes from people who did promos or interviews. Very famous ones, but it may get a little tough. So here we go. Question number one, hard work pays off, dreams come true, bad times don't last, but bad guys do if
5: you asked razor how he was doing the standard response was better than you chico Uh,
0: all right all answers are in everybody got that correct it was scott hall
5: In my lifetime, I've learned
4: Hard work pays off Dreams come true
5: Bad times don't last But bad guys do
1: Very timely, Jesse. Very timely. Right.
0: Everybody got two points. We're in the twos. Everybody got two points for that. Promo number two. And hard times, hard times are when a man has worked at a job 30 years. 30 years, they give him a watch, kick him in the butt and say, hey, a computer took your place, daddy. Who said that quote? And I'd be glad to read it again.
4: I don't have to say a lot more about the way I feel about Ric Flair.
0: No respect. No honor. There is no honor among thieves in the first place. Well, they don't have to. Everybody got that correct. That is two points across the board, dusty roads.
5: And hard times are when a man has worked at a job
4: 30 years, 30 years. They give him a watch, kick him in the butt, and say, hey, a computer took your place, daddy. That's hard time.
0: Promo number three. Fire me, I'm already fired. Fire me, I'm already
4: fired. (laughs) Through the year 2000, we're going to do exactly what all of you across this nation have asked. Arn Anderson, bring back the horsemen. But I feel it fair to tell you, I'm not going to be responsible for what happens next. Because we don't wear white hats. We're not nice guys. And I can
0: tell you this, heads are going to roll. Now, we have Pat and Gavin, who went with Ric Flair. Leonard went with CM Punk and... Bill went with Mick Foley. And the answer I have written down here is Ric Flair.
4: You are a no good son of a- Fire me. I'm already fired. Fire me. I'm already fired. Fire September
0: me. 14th, 1998. I'm already fired. Fire me. I'm already fired. Pat and Gavin both got that with Ric Flair. Promo number four, interview number four. And it doesn't matter, Kevin Kelly, what you call it. Whether it's called a Hell in a Cell, a Rage in the Cage, Penis in Uranus. Stone Cold Steve Austin, which means
6: I got to get in my pickup truck, drink some Steve Weiser's, listen to some Backstreet Boys. And that's the bottom line,
2: because the great one said so.
1: You know, I have to tell you, wrestlers are really colorful with their language. It's impressive.
2: You don't say. Uh,
0: I am I
1: am I'm greatly impressed. Maybe I should use the their oh, promos with second graders to teach them how to you know use adjectives better.
0: Anus and Uranus be solid, solid yeah. stuff. Before. Yeah, I know, really. <laughs> Leonard went with Shawn Michaels. Pat, Bill, and Gavin went with The Rock, and the correct answer is The Rock.
6: And it doesn't matter, Kevin Kelly, what you call it. Whether it's called it a hell in a cell, a rage in a cage, painous in Uranus, the only thing that matters is that The Rock is going in this Sunday night to do exactly what he does best: lay it, the smack it down, and get back The Rock's WWE title.
1: Yes. Oh, The Rock
0: promo slash interview number five. I'd like to think that maybe this company will be better off after Vince McMahon is dead, but the fact is it's going to be taken over by his idiotic daughter and his doofus son-in-law and the rest of his stupid family.
6: And I'd like to think
4: that maybe this company will be better after Vince McMahon's dead, but the fact is it's it's gonna get taken over by his idiotic daughter and his doofus son-in-law and the
2: rest of his stupid family.
4: Everybody
0: got their answers in, and everybody got it It's CM Punk. I'd like twos to think the company was better off without him. Twos across the board. Okay, score update time.
1: All righty, so we now have four places. So in fourth place with 20 points is Leonard. In third place with 21 points is Bill. In uh, second place with 24 points is Pat. And 25 points is Gavin. All
0: right, very good. Okay, promo slash interview number six. I am well-versed in all facets of the multiverse. I have studied at the Library of Alexandria, battled alongside Genghis Khan, danced with Cleopatra, held symposiums with Plato, and meditated atop the Great Pyramid of Giza.
4: I have laid dormant inside this vessel called But now, thanks to the consumer of terrestrial entities, I have been woken!
0: So Gavin and Leonard both went with Matt Hardy. Pat goes with superstar Billy Graham. And Bill went with Damian Sandow. And the correct answer is Matt Hardy. I am well-versed
4: in all facets of the multiverse. I have studied at the Library of Alexandria, battled alongside Genghis Khan danced with Cleopatra, held symposiums with
6: Plato, and meditated atop the Great Pyramid of Giza.
1: So, that's Leonard and Gavin, right? Leonard and Gavin got that correct.
3: So apparently, and I, I didn't know this until this week, but apparently the broken Matt Hardy character was supposed to be a vampire? He dressed like it. Yeah. I mean, that's that's according to Matt Hardy from his podcast. That makes
2: sense because I refuse to watch anything about the broken Matt Hardy character.
5: (laughs) But I really want to hear that promo delivered by superstar Billy Graham now.
3: Uh, (laughs) It's really not far from what.
5: No, that's
2: that's what what I guess. It was like superfluous nonsense. I was like, Billy Graham would have said this. Yeah, right.
0: Okay. Promo slash interview number seven. This is where the big boys play, huh? Look at the adjective. Play. We ain't here to play.
4: What? I'm here. Where is he?
6: You've been sitting out here for six months running your mouth. This is where the big boys play, huh? Look at the adjective. Play. We ain't here to play.
2: Here's an example you could use for your second graders, Melissa.
1: I think so. <laughs> guys, you guys are helping me lesson plan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at the adjective and Everybody got that one correct. It was Kevin Nash. Two's across the board. Promo slash interview number eight. And how appropriate that the money that you grovel for is your very own. A victim of your own greed wallowing in the muck of avarice.
2: And how appropriate that the money you grovel for is your very own. A victim of your own greed,
3: wallowing in the muck of avarice. Longfellow couldn't have said it better.
0: People know their promos. Everybody got that one correct. It was Jake the Snake Roberts.
5: He's the only person that will use avarice in a promo. (laughs) Longfellow couldn't have said it better.
0: (laughs) Next one. The only reason you were WWE champion for a year is because Triple H didn't want to work Tuesdays.
5: I almost forgot about you. Mr. Shoot Promo himself. Bounce checks. ECW went out of business. Hey, John, on a personal note, from all of us just to you,
4: since you want to shoot, cowboy...
2: I was hoping it was going to be Put That Cigarette Out.
0: (laughs) Leonard went with Edge. Gavin went with John Cena. Phil went with Paul Heyman, and so did Pat Mullen. Paul Heyman, and the correct answer is Paul Heyman. That is right. Paul Heyman.
5: The only reason you were WWE champion for a year is because Triple H didn't want to work Tuesday.
0: Question number 10. Yeah,
1: and that was the first one you have missed.
0: Yeah.
5: Yeah, I, I, I had no idea either. I was trying to think who might have been in the championship picture at that time and never guessed a manager.
2: <laughs> I knew it just because I was there for that promo.
0: Was you seriously? ECW One Night Stand, yeah. Promo interview number 10. Every man's heart one day beats its final beat. His lungs breathe their final breath and if what that man did in his life makes the blood pulse through the body of others and makes them bleed deeper and something larger than life, then his essence, his spirit, will be immortalized.
4: Every man's heart one day beats its final beat. His lungs breathe their final breath. And if what that man did in his life makes the blood pulse through the body of others and makes them bleed deeper in something than larger than life, then his essence, his spirit, will be immortalized. <laughs> Gavin
0: put, yeah, Gavin put C previous gif.
1: Um, (laughs) definitely gonna make Mark cry.
0: Uh, yeah, that's that's a real touching one. Ultimate Warrior, the ultimate warrior is the correct answer, and everybody got that correct.
5: That is the most coherent thing he ever said, (laughs) and it's not that coherent. (laughs) I don't know. Did you ever see that promo they were making him
2: tape where he had to force the apology? Yes, I don't want to do this, was pretty coherent. (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, we got another five questions to finish this thing out. Melissa, can you give us a score update, please?
1: All righty. Here is our score update. In fourth place with 28 points is Leonard. In third place with 29 points is Bill. And with 32 points in second place, Pat. And still leading the charge is Gavin with 33, having only missed one question.
0: This is a close, close game.
1: Okay. It is. All right. Well... Our final five are
0: going to be about factions and stables. So here we go. Question number 11, Southern born, Southern bred. When I die, I'll be Southern dead. Are some bars from the song Good Old Boys, which was performed by which 1999 Stable. We got an old hound dog
2: in a pickup truck. We like those long-legged country girls that know how to love.
0: Uh, I knew we could get. I,
3: I was, I was hoping we get some karaoke there. I oh, know.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> me that there'd be karaoke, and I was so excited.
0: <laughs> if we didn't get Pat singing on a podcast, our favorite show is Andy of Mayberry. <laughs> we're gonna have, we're gonna have a discussion about partial points because. Leonard, Gavin, and Pat all said the West Texas Rednecks, which is correct. Bill, you went with West Country Rednecks. There's like two words that are correct and one that's not. I personally will leave it up to the panel to give you half a point, if the, or I should say one point, if they do so wish. How do you guys I'm want forced. that to shake down? All right. It I'm still a long. point. Okay. All right. All right. Then <laughs> I'll, Bill gets one point. Leonard, Gavin, and Pat all get two. This one I had to do some research for. Evil Uno and Stu Grayson worked as the Super Smash Brothers before founding which faction that has consisted of Colt Cabana, John Silver, Negative One, and others.
5: Before you can find yourself, you must lose yourself. By joining us, you'll become a part of something bigger.
0: You'll gain strength. Self-confidence. We will be your friends. You guys didn't have to do any research for that. Everybody got that one correct. Two points across the board. The faction is called The Dark Order. Okay, here we go. The Nexus debuted in 2010 and had run roughshod over the WWE for nearly a year. Name three members of the Nexus' ranks throughout that time.
2: Joe Cena try and sugarcoat what the nexus has done
3: to you but i want you to understand that everything we've done has had a purpose it's just very unfortunate that you've been caught up in the middle
0: of it all so everybody got two points across the board here's the list of those members wade barrett daniel bryan darren young skip sheffield michael tarver Justin Gabriel, Heath Slater, David Otunga, John Cena, Husky Harris, Michael McGillicuddy, CM Punk, and Mason Ryan were all of the members of the Nexus. And like I said, everybody, everybody pretty much got Wade Barrett, I believe. Actually, yeah, that was like the first one on everybody's list, if I remember correctly. Well, he was the
5: the leader of the Nexus.
0: Right, right. So everybody remembered that.
5: And I remember Heath Slater because he's got kids.
0: (laughs) He does have kids.
2: (laughs) I didn't remember Darren Young. Is that, like, offensive? (laughs) Probably
0: had
3: him confused with John Cena.
0: Mm. Yep, Mm. that's it. All right. so question 14. Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, and Sean Waltman were integral members of the long-running faction, the NWO. However, in January 2010, the band got back together but disbanded in October of that same year in TNA. What was the name of this trio?
4: Got a message! Got a message to the to the world we might not be signing the checks but
6: we are
4: running the show
0: that is two points across the board everybody put down the band that is what i had listed here pat Wolfpack. is that how they came in
2: no they were considered the wolf pack within the nwo initially before they actually broke off and did the NWO Red and Black Wolf Pack, but then that's why when you were like, you said the band got back together, I was like, did he just give away the answer? Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, that,
3: that confused me. I was That's why I was not sure.
5: Yeah. That confused me as as well, because I, I, I was rethinking and rethinking and rethinking it.
0: Surely that guy didn't give the answer away in the question. He did. Uh, don't call me Shirley. Don't call me. All right. <laughs> all right, all right. So, all right, Melissa, give me a score update and tell me where we're at.
1: All right. We have a tie for third place between Bill and Leonard with 36 points. Pat is in second place with 40. And Gavin is in first place with 41. Okay. You won't have a tie.
0: We will not have a tie. Okay. Thank you. I, I couldn't do the math. Just in case, I made this last question somewhat, I think, difficult. We'll find out. It is 1985. And Rick Flair, Tully Blanchard, Oli and Arne Anderson joined forces to become the legendary group called the Four Horsemen, wreaking havoc for decades. Other members
2: congratulate you on your
0: win. (laughs) (laughs) Other members joined the ranks throughout the years, and your job is to name six more horsemen that became members of that elite group.
3: Is Stevie Richards an acceptable answer? (laughs) according
2: to no mercy rules yes
5: just just to mention here on the podcast that i have with chad webb we did an episode where we took all the members of the four horsemen and we drafted them like he took someone i picked someone we went back and forth and then we booked a card pitting our different horsemen rosters against each other nice
0: mm. very nice i yeah.
5: think i named i think i named all the replacements but i don't remember and also it depends
2: i didn't name them but i don't know if you count the 1989 stable with hero matsuda
0: oh, i doubt i did we'll just put yeah, it that okay.
5: way
3: that's a weird one <laughs>
5: That i, one I, I, I believe, I believe like, on the list that chad and i had we i believe we counted matsuda
3: because it was weird, like it was kind of they the Horseman, were. but it was also Matsuda Corp. They, they, and
5: Yeah, they yeah. were like, the, they were like uh, they got bought by the Japanese, if I remember correctly. It was kind of the storyline.
2: Yeah. yeah. I've always thought they didn't officially count, but
3: that's just me. Would have been a weird Horseman group, but... Yeah, not the weirdest. Nope.
0: Because
3: they didn't have Stevie Richards.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well... It took you guys a lot less time than it was for me just to count up everybody's freaking answers, and everybody got it right. (laughs) I forgot during the show to list the four horsemen that occurred after the original four, and those are Lex Luger in 1987, Barry Windham from 1988 to 1989, and 1990 to 1991, Sting from 1989 to 1990, Sid Vicious from 1990 to 1991, Paul Roma, from May 23rd of 1993 to December 11th, 1993. Brian Pillman, from 1995 to 1996. Chris Benoit, from 1995 to 1997 and 1998 to 1999. Steve McMichael, from 1996 to 1997 and 1998 to 1999. Kurt Hennig, from August 25th of 1997 to September 14th. 1997. I'll never forget that. Dean Malenko from September 14th of 1998 to May 24th of 1999. And Jeff Jarrett, 1997. All right, back to the finale of this show. Wow, all right. Well... If I learn one thing, that is that you guys know your wrestling trivia. That is for sure. So let's get a, I mean, we just got a score update, but let's do it again. Make it official, Melissa. What? It,
1: it <laughs> is nothing a, changed, like, but tell me. I, I have got to give applause to these gentlemen because I am thoroughly impressed by their skills and their knowledge. So tied for third place with 38 points is Leonard and Bill. Coming in a very close second is Pat. And with an almost perfect game, Gavin with forty three. Oh, nice.
3: Damn you, Paul Heyman. <laughs> Damn
0: you woken Matt Hardy.
1: <laughs> Great job, guys. That was a lot.
3: You of know, fun. it was it
5: was it was the promos that killed me. I think I only missed the ones in the promo round.
0: Yeah. Well, all right. Well, let's go ahead. We'll get into plugs. Congratulations, Gavin. Number one, you, you won, man. You came on here. You showed us your stuff. Before we head into plugs, this would be a good time to tell you about a sponsor of the W2M Network, and that is Grammarly. For you, the listeners of Tripped Up Trivia, Grammarly is offering a free download of the Grammarly software. Grammarly's AI-powered products help people communicate more effectively. It also helps you write mistake free on Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and nearly anywhere else you write on the web. Grammarly corrects hundreds of grammar, punctuation, and spelling mistakes, and while also catching contextual errors, improving your vocabulary, and suggesting style improvements. To download Grammarly today, go to getgrammarly.com slash w2m network. Again, that's getgrammarly.com slash w, the number two M network to download Grammarly for free winner gets to go first and plug. So why don't you go ahead and uh, plug some stuff? Uh, listen to everybody else's stuff. Cause
3: I don't have anything. Um, <laughs> eventually I'll be joining Mark for something. I'm sure uh, definitely Ted Lasso eventually whenever season three is ready to roll. And I'm a, pop in here and there depending on what he's reviewing and what spots are available before then. But yeah, other than that, just listen to what everybody else is doing because I have got nothing.
0: Yeah. Gavin and I have hung out before on my podcast source material. So I know if you go back in the archive, you can find some stuff where uh, he and I are talking some comics, like some of the usually, earlier episodes, usually around Halloween. Right, right, right. We got some great discussions about Freddie versus Jason and uh, you know, Ash is showing up every once in a while. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, there's some stuff out there where Gavin uh, hung out with me and we talked some comic books. Once again, great job, Gavin. Thanks for being here tonight. Pat Mullen, you came in second place, buddy. First in everybody's hearts, though. Uh, so why don't you go ahead and just tell us uh, some, uh, where people can find you?
2: Uh, Lex Luger, Barry Windham, Sting, Sid Vicious, Paul Roma, Stevie Richards, Brian Pillman, Steve McMichael, Jeff Jarrett and Dean Malenko. <laughs> that, <laughs> oh, are so? Not, are we not still playing uh congratulations gavin uh the reason i wanted gavin on this is because i was pretty sure if there's anybody who could beat me it would be him Mm -hmm. so congratulations to the victor go the spoils um damn you matt hardy for doing a stupid character i found unentertaining and refused to watch and thus i didn't know your promo you can you can hear me on the history of boxing podcast with mark uh right now we're covering the era of the four kings we just finished our Hagler Hearns episode that you can listen to on youtube on the w2m uh youtube channel our next episode will be coming up shortly for the Hagler leonard fight uh in addition mark and myself are also hosting the mania of wrestlemania podcast uh which we are ready to record this week we'll be talking wrestlemania 18 uh we'll be talking wrestlemania 19 which are Arguably my two favorite consecutive WrestleManias in terms of in-ring action, so to be on the lookout for that. Uh, Gavin will be joining us later on in the History of Boxing podcast to talk about Jose Luis Castillo against Diego Corrales when that episode comes up.
0: Okay, very good. All right, well, uh, Bill we're going to start with you, man. Why don't you go ahead and uh, lay out some stuff there, plug
4: some things. All right. Um, Well, you can check me out on that wrestling show comes out each and every Friday where I discuss current wrestling news. And sometimes I'll, tell stories of my adventures meeting different wrestlers and other stuff and also check out sharks pond a south park podcast where i watch and review each and every south park episode i just started a few weeks ago season 15 of south park so give that a give that a chance sharks pond a south park podcast okay fantastic all right leonard
5: well, I mentioned at the top of the show, I have the uh, nitty gritty wrestling podcast I do with Chad Webb. You can find that anywhere you download podcasts. You can also find that on YouTube by by uh, searching for that. And Chad has a channel called Dailies to Downloads because he does a movies podcast as well that you can find. Um, I'm also doing a long-term fantasy booking league and we're always looking for new teams. It's called the Universal Wrestling Association, which can be found at madstepdad.proboards.com. That's all lowercase altogether. Basically, you draft people from throughout the course of wrestling history, you write cards, you write shows, and you do things your your way. And then the last thing I would like to mention, we were talking about this before coming on the air, uh, but um, between... Uh, where Jesse is and I am is Chillicothe, Ohio. And on April the 9th, World Classic Big Time Professional Wrestling, a promotion ran by Bobby Fulton and his two sons. They're doing uh, a super show. I won't go over everyone who's going to be on that, but the announced main event is Rob Van Dam versus Two Cold Scorpio with special guest referee Bill Alfonso. So you may see myself and Jesse there.
6: I am taking over.
0: I'm not done. I've got the schedule in front of me. You don't have to do this. Go enjoy I, your boxing.
1: That's my manager.
0: I got Melissa sitting there. I'm about ready to pitch it to her because she's got to plug some stuff.
1: I was. I did Fifty Shades of Grey. She
0: can there plug
4: your
6: Snapchat. But seriously, folks, this wrestling trivia show kicks off our big week of celebration of wrestling podcast. Tonight on the Metal Hammer of Doom, this being March 30th, time travel. All right. We are reviewing myself, Jesse Starcher, and the middle Coop, Robert Cooper. Randy Savage, be a man. (laughs) Hell yeah. Tomorrow night, uh, Thursday the 31st, myself and Pat Mullen will be uh, doing the Hagler Leonard uh, podcast that he was just mentioning. And then on Friday, I am welcoming Bill from That Wrestling Show into the alternative commentary booth. Unless he ditches me. Don't ditch me. Nope, I'm not ditching you.
1: Okay. Please don't, because he gets pouty and I can't deal with it.
6: Yeah, I have I have meltdowns. He's
1: a big man-child.
6: So Bill from That Wrestling Show and myself will be rev- uh, doing an alternative commentary live at 8 o'clock for the Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor. Are you excited, Bill? I, I,
4: I am so excited. The card looks fantastic, and we don't even know who else is going to be on it.
6: Yeah, the time of this recording, all they've announced is FTR versus the Briscoes, which this may be the first time I do an alternative commentary with no pants on because, <laughs> wow. I, that is so, other than like the Young Bucks FTR, which turned out to be a huge disappointment, I have been waiting a long time for FTR versus the Briscoes. So I'm very excited. We've also got a whole slew of old canned content from back in the BTR days. We are kicking off Everyone Loves a Bad Guys, like month-long thing that Robert did back in the day on wrestling. First show is the WWF wrestling boom of the 1980s, which will air on Friday the 1st. On the 2nd, we'll be looking at Everyone Loves a Bad Guy, the Attitude Era. Plus, myself and Chris Sheehan will be doing an alternative commentary for WWE NXT Stand and Deliver Dose. And then in the evening time, myself and the Podsmen will be doing an alternative commentary for WrestleMania 38, Day 1. And then on Sunday the 3rd, we will clean up with Wrestlemania 38 Day 2. But that's not all. We've also got an Everyone Loves a Bad Guy for 2001 to 2009. And then on Monday the 4th, we will have our wrestling finale for Everyone Loves a Bad Guy. But we've got more wrestling content. Oh, yes. Myself <laughs> and the other insider, Harry Broadhurst, we will be doing a TV party for the 2022 edition from the Collective, Effie's Big Gay Brunch, and from a few months back, we will also be reviewing Effie versus Paro from Fear the Gay Agenda, which I have been very much looking forward to reviewing. And then, are we sharing uh, re- the Everybody Loves a Bad Guy on the Grand Wizard? That, I'm coming. I'm coming to that. Please, please hold. Pat, um, love,
0: Pat loves a bad
6: guy. Yes. And then finally, <laughs> finally, finally, Chris Bailey, Chris Bailey, Chris Bailey. Chris Bailey. Um, on Wednesday, April sixth. We will be concluding our Mania of WrestleMania podcast. Myself and Pat Mullen bidding a farewell to this year-long series that we started at last year's WrestleMania with our WrestleMania 20 and finale episode. Now you may take up back over the podcast.
0: Jessica. Oh, well, Mark, thanks for stepping in here and doing the schedule. I appreciate You're that, No, no
6: problem. I, I'm here for you.
0: I just want to say, hey, I we have a couple things in the can for source material. You could probably go back and check out uh, our... Episode of Squirrel Girl, Volume 1. We just dropped it. Yeah, I know it fits right in here with wrestling, these macho guys and everything. We're talking the unbeatable Squirrel Girl, uh, first volume uh, lots of fun there. Me and Evan Bevins got together and talked about that. But uh, that's really all I got to plug there. That's happening recently. Like I said, I can't wait to talk about Randy Savage's Be A Man. One of my favorite rap albums. I'm telling you, it's going to be great. On the it's television, be funny.
2: commercials i senior dancing in tights like a ballerina.
0: <laughs> yes, I cannot wait. Well, I think that brings this episode, this fun time tripped up trivia to a close. I want to thank Pat. I want to thank Leonard. I want to thank Gavin. I want to thank Bill and our guest scorekeeper, Melissa. And of course, Mark Radlich there in the background. I am Jesse Starcher. We'll catch you next time. Have a good one.
3: Bye-bye. <laughs>